0: welcome to another episode of the chokeslam wrestling report i am your host the ultimate one coming to you live from new york city and guys there was nothing else to be talked about this weekend but new japan new japan wrestling brought wrestle kingdom 14 on two nights of great wrestling that if you was not watching it and you're a professional wrestling fan you missed a lot I was able and fortunate enough to watch both shows on Saturday and Sunday. And let me tell you, I don't think there is any show this year. I don't care what promotion comes out. They could beat this uh, event that happened this weekend on Saturday and Sunday in Japan and the Tokyo Dome. And the matches were off the hook for even, even the, the, the pre-show matches were that good that. You have to say to yourself, Wow, this, this is incredible! Uh, even, even the pre show matches were great. Um, uh, seeing Jushin Thunder Liger wrestle along with his former uh, uh, nemesis and former uh, uh rivals and 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 friends, uh, it, it was great to see that. We got to see the la- his last match um, yesterday, when he teamed up with Sano against Hiromo Takahashi and uh, Dragon Lee that match was great and we saw him um, retire le- yet last night or yesterday um, in the um, in New Japan um, So we were able to um, see that and I was honored to watch his last match just the same way I saw his first match back in 1991 or oh, 92 against Brian Pillman. Um, so, the Wrestle Kingdom started off with the LA Dojo guys um, versus Ju Team, Makabe, and Toi Harama. And um, the LA Dojos were teamed up with um, Toi Hanari. Um, that match was dominated by the LA Dojo for most of the match, but once the vets like Makabe and Hama came in, they took control of the match. Hanari um, trimmed down big time, man. If you guys don't know who Tanari is, um, hanari is he's one of the um Follies dojo wrestler who um has been going to the dojo and new japan dojo and um putting in the work and he trimmed down he looks very good um and he was the one who got the pin for the la dojo um look out for uh, carl frederick uh, kyle Connor's future starts in new japan and these guys show a lot that uh carl hendrick um Carl Frederick, I mean, and Kyle O'Connor had wrestled in Ring of Honor as L.A. Dojo guys um, this past summer, so they did pretty well in this match. So uh, be on the lookout for that. The next match was, uh, and this was the pre-show again, this was the pre-show where you have four legends, two of them are tag team. Uh, going after each other in this match, which is I love watching uh, old-school Japanese wrestlers from back in the days. Jugi Nagata against Nakanishi versus uh, Tenzan and Kojima. Uh, this match was a classic between four legends. Nagata still looks good for his age. The guy's like 52 years old, um, so he's still good looking. as Nakanishi. Uh, as big as he is, you know, he still got it. Um, but he was a, a victim of uh, uh, machine gun chops from Kojima. And and a larry from uh, um, from Kojima who, and got the win for um, Tenzan and Kojima. But at the end, they both shook their both both teams shook hands as sportsmen should like. Uh, then we had uh, a eight man tag um, with Liger's retirement match, one of his retirement match, uh it was Tiger Mass, Jushin Liger, The Queen Suzuki, and. Uh, Fujinaki versus uh, Taguchi, Tai Otani, and Sano, and, and Samurai was in the corner of one of these guys. Now this was a great match. Watching some of the old school Japanese wrestler Tasumi Fujinami, uh, who was the team in Liger's corner. Uh, this guy at the age of seventy still doing um, uh, dragon leg whips at his age, and he even look. It was great seeing him in school uh, doing. Uh, the screw dragon leg whips and the dragon sleepers, uh, but uh, Taguchi teams dominated because Taguchi was with, um, with Sano and them, and he was the one, and then pinning Liger for the win um, in this match. But as you see, um, Liger lost this match. But because to show you that when you get pinned by one of the guys, younger guys, you're pretty much um, it's like you're giving the uh, the torch to the next generation of junior uh, junior heavyweight um, in New Japan. We'll be right back. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. And we're back. Um, so, um, Wrestle Kingdom, like I said, the Like a retirement match was the first match of the card. Then we had Los Angolos the Hapun versus Suzuki Gun, which was Bushi, Sonata, Evil, and Shingo versus Suzuki. Taish uh, Taishi, Taishi uh, Say Jr and Desperado Su- Suzuki going started off the match like they usually do they attack LiJ in the beginning of the match um uh, Shing, uh, Takaji looks so good this guy I mean if he does not win the either the never open way title or the United States uh, iwgp title or the Intercontinental title this this year I don't I don't know they are wasting this guy, this guy wrestles with the best. He looks so good, and he may dominate the heavyweight. Now, Taishi is becoming real good um, as uh, compared to what he did um, last year. He did very well. He won the I think the never open weight title a couple of times, but he got hurt in the process. Um, but you know, so another, you know, he's another uh, future heavyweight champion. Uh, but as Saxey Junior, this guy is the master of submission and once he puts a lock on you he is not gonna let you go and that's exactly what he did to bushi and and he made him tap so tech saber jr um pretty much showing that in this match that he could submit anybody and he pretty much uh submitted bushi and that was a setup from what was going to happen on night two which was sonata versus Zack Sabre Jr. for the rep Pro British heavyweight title, and that's what how that match stood. So, but this rivalry between L.I.J. Los M. de Japón versus Suzuki gun it's not going to end. These guys are always going at it, and it's great to see, especially Minoru Suzuki doing his thing in, in the match. So we had a, uh, a six-man matchup, I think it was – no, it was an eight-man tag, which it was a Hiroshi Goto, Yoshihashi, Yano – Ishii um, versus Bullet Club, Owens, Kenta, Ballock Falle, and uh, Tokyo Pimp. And the attraction of the match was watching Ishii, suplex Ballock Falle, as big as this dude is. Okay, Ishii's a small guy. Ishii's probably what, 5'11 maybe? He took Ballock Falle, who's like 6'5, 6'6, weighing 300 pounds, and he pretty much, um, he suplexed him. It was crazy. But Takashi gets the pin by, go um, um, let me see, yeah, Takashi gets the pin, uh, Takahashi gets the pin, um, no, he gets pinned by go I'm sorry, and with the uh, Hiroki Hoshi, and he pins, uh, Bullet Club Losers this match, I mean, I try to get as so much notes, so the guys, bear with me, uh, I, when I watching this, I was watching the matches, and kept forgetting to grab notes, so I was just writing real quick, so. The next match was the Gorillas Destiny against uh, the World Tag League uh, winners, Juice uh, Robinson and Danny Finley, for the IWGP tag titles. And the Gorillas Destiny and Robinson batted it out in the ramp, and the Juice gets backdrop on the ramp. And I thought that was going to be it for him. Uh, uh, Gorillas Destiny dominating most of the match. Juice and Finley made a small comeback. David Finley escaped a super power bomb and Kendall stood for a two count. Finland hit acid drop on Tama and pins him for IWGP tag titles in this match. And it looks like the Gorillas Destiny's title ring ended. And um, they held those belts for a long time, if you guys know uh, what's going to happen with uh, the Gorillas of Destiny now. I mean, uh, they're going to continue to team up. Um, you know, but we don't know. Bullet Club, uh, they already had already lost one title on Wrestle Kingdom night one. So right there, it shows you that it looked like Bullet Club was going to keep losing the belts, um, for the rest of, um, of the Wrestle Kingdom cards for those, those two night. The next match was, uh, the Will Osprey Hiroki Tanahashi, or Hiromu Tanahashi. I'm sorry. For the IWGP junior title. Like guys, let me tell you, this match was crazy. These guys, um, Real Osprey, he started real cocky. Osprey targeted Hiro- Hiroki uh, Hiromo's neck when he hit him with a DTT by by the ropes in the uh, in the match. Will um, Osprey amazing with his uh, Osprey special. Hiromo got off the axe cutter, um, amazing match. And Hiromo hit the Canadian Destroy on Osprey on two count. Hiromo hit Osprey with a sit down power bond to beat Osprey for the. Uh, to win the IWGP Jr. title. But this match must have been 30-something because these guys ate each other with everything. And I think Wrestle Kingdom night one, this was the best match of the night. Um, these guys did everything. I mean, at one point, you thought Will Ospreay was going to be hiromo Takahashi. Uh, Takahashi, I mean. And he uh, he kept getting out all the, the moves from, um, from Will Ospreay. And he was able to... Uh, persevered from his neck injury. Remember, he was hurt by uh, Dragon Lee two years ago and came back uh, and actually wins the IWGP junior title. And now we'll see what's going to happen. Uh, Will Ospreay got hurt in this match. Probably he has a broken heel, so he might be out for months, uh, for two months uh, now because, you know, the Super Juniors are coming very soon. So we'll see what's going to happen. Um, we'll be right back after this. And we're back. So the next match was the Jay White versus Tatsuya Naito for the IWGP Intercontinental Intercontinental Champion. This was was part of the uh, the deal that these guys had between uh, Okada, um, who was who is the IWGP Champion, was going to face Ibushi, and then Jay White was going to wrestle um, uh, Naido and the winner of that was going to face each other. Uh, title versus title the next night. But this started off easy. Nahito the uh, he pretty much took control of the match when he dropped Jay White with a neck outside the ring. White takes control when uh ghetto interferes. Of course, ghetto kept interfering throughout the match and um and hit him with a chair also. So Naito was like getting double team outside. Jay White does a Saido soup, like it drops him over the top rope and Naito lands on the edge of the ring. Jay dominating most of the match. Naito took control late in the match with uh, Gloria for a two count. Ghetto kept interfering with a chair when Jay White threw Naito on the ref. Jay White hit Naito with a chair, followed by a Saito suplex. Two Destinos, and Naito wins the IWGP Intercontinental Champion from Jay White. Now, during the match, uh, Jay White pretty much was working on Naito's knee. Um, Also, a ghetto hit Naito with a chair cause the chairs went in place during this whole fight. And, um, it, 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 it was crazy. It was just something that, um, I kept saying, why is ghetto key interfering the referee? But they know how to work the referee. I mean, every time they try to interfere the referee or Jay White, you know, uh, distracts the referee. Next thing you know, boom, he, um, you know, uh, ghetto interfered. But, uh, at this moment, IWGP Intercontinental Champion was won by Naido. So this sets up for the match for the following night against Okada. If Okada would well, have came out victorious in his title match. And that title match was right after that, which was Akota Ibushi versus Kosh- Koshushuka Okada. Okada uh, takes uh, Ibushi, drapes him over the um, fence, and DDs him outside the ring. And during that match, he was taking control most of the match. It was awesome crazy back and forth, um, uh, I mean, at one point, you know that Ibushi's one that if he starts pounding him, pounding him, he becomes like a Superman, um, uh, Okada kind of took him lightly and decided that, you know, uh, uh, let me mess with him, and, you know, um, you know, um, he's not gonna do nothing, and that's this, Ibushi hits this guy with so many moves that it was ridiculous, but at the end, uh, Rainmakers by Okada, and Okada ends up winning the match. And that was the event for night one of Wrestle Kingdom. Um, This was crazy. This set up the match that everybody wanted to see, which was the Naito versus Okada. The winner of that becomes double champion. And you know that for for over two years, Naito kept saying he wanted to be the double champion. He's going to be the first wrestler to win the IWGP and the intercontinental champion and hold both of them up at the same time so this setup up for wrestle kingdom 2 or night 2 and you know um but the the whole card i mean like i said the uh will osprey versus hiroma T- Tadahashi was the best match of the night um but at the same time um you know who who would have thought about it? you know who would have thought that that was gonna happen you know um you know, it, it was a great card. So we'll be right back with Night 2 of Wrestle Kingdom 14. And we're back. So Wrestle Kingdom 2, the pre-show, started off with a uh, never six-man tag, tag, tag team title match gone. Where Wrestle Team 2 team starts off uh, uh, and then... The yeah, well gets pinned, then they'll wait for the next team to come in and wrestle. So the first two teams that entered the uh the uh oof, the oh god the ring was a uh, Balak Fale, uh uh Tadahashi and Takahashi and Chase Owens, and they went against uh Ishii, Rob uh Robbie Eagle and Josh, um and uh, this match was pretty much was, uh, getting, um, dominated by bullet club. But of course, you know, the chaos finds a way to win and they ended up, um, beating, um, the bullet club and this match. So then after they beat bullet club, here comes, um, Taishi kind and Desperado. Um, and, and they were the next team to f- face chaos. And, um, as Suzuki Khan dominated most of the match, but they ended up losing. So, Chaos still continue to be in the match um, and hoping that they will be able to, um, you know, continue and maybe win the six-man titles. But right after that, here comes uh, Taka- uh, Shingo Takaji, Bushi, and Evil, and LIJ. They came in and they dominated most of the match and ended up pinning... Um, but then they pinned Gianno in that match. And so it was now uh long uh Lij versus now the six-man champs who was um Takushi, Takushi, Makabe, and Yano, who in my in my view was those belt has not been defended since last, I think since last year, you know. Um so it ended up with Makabe Yano Takushi against uh, Lij at the end. L I J uh Ended up winning because the Gucci's got blinded by Bushi missed, and that was the end of that match. So they have news: six man tag, never open weight champions. So Lij has some gold. So and right after that, the show started. Right after that, with the Liger, um, the Liger uh, retirement match. It was his last match that he was gonna have, and him and Sano versus uh, uh Dragon Lee and Hiromu T- Tadahashi. Um, it was a great mess. St- Santos, even though he's like 60, 70 years old, his skill still had it after all this year. Har- uh, Haromo ends up pinning Liger in his final match of his career when he hit him with the type of time bomb, uh, power bomb kind, and, and, and pins Liger. And then after the match, he tells Liger, don't worry, I'm going to make you proud. I'll I'll carry this division, which it was a great way for, again, for jushin liger to pass the torch to another junior heavyweight and it was now he passed it to the iwgp junior champion because remember he won night one when he beat osprey for the junior title so it was like again passing of the torch so this was it was very a little emotional seeing liger say goodbye for the last time and um, i was honored to see him wrestle his final match then the next match was Roppongi Vice 3K versus Ishimori and Fantasmo for the IWGP Junior Tag Champions Tag titles. Uh Ishimori and Fantasmo were the ch- uh, champions on this match. When Bullet Club was dominating, the show displayed his strength by suplexing both Ishimori and Fantasma at the same time. Show and Joe double team where and um uh, ishimori and Fantasmo. of uh, phantasmo got caught with a package power driver and then he got double teamed by my vice and they pinned him and they become the iwgp junior tag team champions so again bullet club loses another title uh so there you go another title gone for bullet club so uh, this is this has been the the, the uh what i call the the Trent the last three years Bullet Club loses all their belts on Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, I don't know what their record is, but I'm gonna do some research. But Wrestle every Wrestle Kingdom looks like Bullet Club loses the, the tag team title. They're either the singles title. Somebody losing the title every year. So I don't not happy about that because I'm a big Bullet Club Mark. And if you're gonna make Bullet Club look weak, then you know break them up. If you're gonna do that, it makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't want to break up, but Anyway, we'll be right back after this. And the next match, it was Saxaber Jr. versus Sonata for the rep pro British World title. Uh Saksaber Jr. used technical submission moves with Sonata. Both of them kept countering it back and forth. uh Sonata escaped a hole. Saxabus Jr. kept putting in a, another one. And but Sack Saber Jr. counterpins Sonata when they kept going back and forth to the, Pin each other, and Zack Sabre Jr. ended up retaining his belt because he caught um, Sonata on a small package and ended up pinning him. It was a good match, but not not uh, the, the type of Zack Sabre Jr. matches that I'm used to. was a very long 30, 35 minutes to 40 minutes, and uh, but Sonata match, this is very short, which I caught me off guard, but who knows. So the next match was Juice Robinson versus John Moxley. Remember that? This is, this is called back to what happened between Moxley and Juice Robinson. It was back at, I believe, was the finals of the best of Super Juniors where Moxley beat Juice Robinson for the United States IWGP title. But then, uh, somewhere in the summer, when Moxley was supposed to defend the belt against Juice Robinson again because Juice Robinson pinned Moxley at the G1 Supercar, not the G1 Supercar, I'm sorry, G1 Climax Tournament. He pinned him to... It was Juice Robinson was supposed to get the title shot but remember moxley got hurt over the summer because of bursar and he had to relinquish his belt at king pro because not only because he was hurt but because of traveling issues and the big um typhoon in japan that he couldn't make it so he ends up relinquishing the title the belt goes to uh between lance archer and Juice Robinson, and lance archer ended up winning that match uh, I forgot about that match. I forgot that that they they did wrestle each other at night one, and I forgot, but I don't know how I skipped that. But Archer and um, and Mockley they went back and forth in that match night one, and at one point, Mockley um, uh, uh, death rides Lance Archer to two tables, and ends up cutting Archer's arm. Uh, he got. And it was a back cut. Uh, and he pins. Um, actually, he didn't pin him. He couldn't get back up. So Moxley wins the United States title. So this was like um, um, Juice Robinson getting the title shot. They deserve for this match. Both of us have uh, hit each other with hard shots. Aiman took took it outside with chairs, getting involved. But Moxley hit Paradigm Shift plus the Dead Fire to pin Juice. But the most interesting part of this match. Juice Robinson and Moxley was Minoru Suzuki coming out and challenging um, John Moxley and they went at it and then but you know Suzuki ends up grabbing and choking um Moxley, trying to put him to sleep, and then he hits him with a gosh power driver and then challenges Moxley for the IWGP United States belt. That's gonna be very interesting to see coming up the uh one of these shows. I don't know when they're gonna face off, but when they do, I definitely wanna see that match. So uh, again, once again I want to apologize. I forgot to talk about that Moxley and Lance Archer Texas Deathmatch. That was the, the match that happened on night 1. I don't know how I skipped that through my notes. But hey, it happens. I'm tired. So, um Hiroki Goto versus Kenta for the Never Open Weight title. Uh Goto attack Kenta. It was he was relentless. He kept attacking him and finally Kenta throws Goto outside and beat down uh Hiroki um beats down Hiroki outside Kenta. Dominated by the match afterwards, and hit go with the PK, Goto in the final minutes of the match, he hits uh, the GTR and the GTO on Kenta to win the Never Open title. Uh, so this leaves another Bullet Club member losing the Never Open way title, and now so it looks like Bullet Club didn't doesn't have any titles now because they lost all their titles during this uh, event. So it was just I was like, okay, what's going on here, but. Right now, we shouldn't worry about that, right? Because, you know, we start this is a new year. So the next match was the Koda Ibushi versus Jay White. This match was great. Um, but again, uh, Jay White dominated the beginning of the match using psychology. But Koda went into uh, to that nothing hurts trans where he, you, he could hit him with everything. He just don't care. And hit Jay White with a far that rattle Jay White. Jay took control of the match again with a uh, Saito suplex, Super Narogami from the top rope, which was sick. Uh from Jay White, but Coda got out in two count. Ghetto interferes with a chair. Coda, Coda had J Pen when Ghetto interfered again. Uh smash Coda with a chair, but White then uh by White. Then Ghetto hits him with a brass knuckle, bloody Sunday and Blade Runner and Jay White wins. Again, ghetto interferes in the match. Now what this does with Jay White, Jay White still stays in the mix for the world title. Um, so he's still in there. I just feel bad that uh Kurebushi, again uh doing his thing, and he is not able to con- uh, to take advantage of it. We'll be right back. And the last match of the night, uh actually, no, it wasn't the last match. I'm sorry. Hiroshi Tadahashi versus Chris Jericho. If he beats Chris Jericho, he gets an AEW title shot. And this match was pretty good. I mean, um, and they, Jericho took control of the match by DDT Tadahashi on the commentator desk, which it was sick. Uh, and then um, he pushes Tadahashi against the referee. He low blows him afterward. Uh, Takahashi afterwards returns the favor to Jericho. Jericho puts the lion's team late in the match of Tarahashi. I thought he was going to tap out. Uh, tarahashi's attempted a body press from the top rope, only for Jericho to catch him with a cold breaker. Tadahashi hits Jericho with a cold breaker, so he kept doing it back and forth for a two-count, but then Jericho ends up catching Tadahashi again with the lion tamer, and this was a high-angle um, lion tamer. And he submissed Tadahashi, and Tadahashi wasn't able to um, get out of this, uh, this one. Uh, so, you saw Jericho uh, escape and now uh, he doesn't have to defend the AEW belt against Sanahashi, but this opens doors. This opens a lot of doors. And I'm going to get that to that when I'm finished here. So the next match was belt versus belt. The IWGP uh, Intercontinental Champion Naido versus the IWGP World Champion Okada. Okada took control of the match. Naido started to pace the match with high-impact moves with neck breakers for a two-count on Okada. Uh, he started working on Okada's neck. Uh, small combat by Okada with a big boot. Okada taking control of the match with a huge neck breaker on Naito. And elbow drop from the top rope. Hanahito, uh kind of in trouble. Naito catches uh, Okada with a uh, spine bastard And then a top rope super karana, which was ridiculous. Both competitors going back and forth. Dropkick, nah, he, uh, Okada dropkicking Naito out of the ring from the top rope. Okada started working on Naito knee as he pounded it. Uh, at one point, Okada took, takes Naito, and he takes his knee and drops, and uh, kind of like just dropped Naito on the announce table. It broke everything. I'm talking about, it. it was crazy. Naito hits off the, the uh, DDT um, on Okada. Afterwards, uh, he did a backward uh, poison hook around from the top rope uh, on Okada for a two count. It was a great match. Naido hits Destino, but Okada got up. This was like, I cannot believe it. He hits Destino, and Okada gets up. Um, both um, competitors hitting each other. Okada hit the Rainmaker. Toon still by Okada. He was doing everything on, on Naido. Naido kept getting out. Fired by another Rainmaker for a two count. Working on his knee. Kept trying to work on, on Naido's knee. Uh, two Rainmaker, for the third he missed, and Naido hit the Destino for a two count. Naido hit a start, off uh, press from the top for the two count. And then Naido hits a neck drop, and then he hits a Decino to win both be- belts. And now Naido is the IWGP world champion and IWGP Intercontinental Champion. And he's fulfilled his prophecy was to be the first guy to win both belts and be the double champion in New Japan. Um, but right after that, when he was celebrating, uh, just when he was about to say uh, in Los Ingobinoblos de Japón, uh, we saw um, uh, Kenta come in and attack Naido uh, And it wasn't until we, uh, Bushi came in to, to stop the, the, the onslaught. But pretty much, um, you see Kenta being the a holder. he is. He goes and sits down on the chest of Naido and holds both belts. He kind of did the same thing to Shibata. Uh, a couple of months over the summer, then when he turned, when he turned on Ishii and became Bullet Club. So, if this is something to look forward to, this is going to be very interesting. Naido versus Kenta. Uh, I believe I saw that match, if I'm correct. I, I saw that match in um, in um, G1 Supercard. So, anyway, guys, thanks for everything. But uh, before I leave, I just want to make a comment about the. Um, the um the uh, I wanna make the comment about the uh, what Jericho said after the um after he finished the match or the his post comments his post comments and um he can said that AEW and New Japan should be able to work together and put the Eagles to the side and and, you know, trying to work something out. You know, they can make a lot of money, a lot of, uh, you know, good matches, great matches all over the world. I personally feel that they could do that and become a big, big, uh, mega, mega promotion. Because uh, if you think about it, if New Japan and AEW gets together, you damn well that WWE is going to be in trouble. I say that right now. AEW and and New Japan game together. It is something that has to happen. It has to happen sooner or later. You know, um, I believe that they are they opted for the picking. They should try to um, work something out. Um, and you know, I believe that they could do it. I mean, Jericho said it. They, they, the Eagles had to be put aside. I mean, Kenny Omega. I understand he was pissed off because the way they treated him after he won the IWBP. Um, uh, title last year when he beat um, Okada, and then they, they booked him very weak. Um, so uh, not last year, I think it was a year before. Um, so he still has animosity to in new Japan and the, what the president of New Japan did. Uh, the young Bucks the same way, they felt like they, they got kicked out of New Year's dash last year and they weren't given an opportunity to, to, to wrestle that night. So yeah, they're gonna have some type of feelings, but what Jericho says, sometimes you have to put those ego to the side and make history, make make money. It's about making money. If you're not making money, then you're a fool. Um, so who knows? But we could see. I mean, it's a beautiful thing to to look forward to. Imagine that AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling getting together and having a working relationship because you know Ring of Honor is done. Ring of Honor is a dead promotion. And I'm going to keep saying that, you know, they, 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 did, they did themselves in with the, the crazy stuff that happened last year. The Kelly Klein situation. Now they lost Cole Cabana. They lost uh, Marty Scroll. They lost, uh, who else? They lost uh, Shane Taylor. Um, and they may lose uh, Flip Gordon, too. So, it's, New Japan is not going to work with them. After the bullcrap that happened at G1 Supercar at Master Square Garden with uh, Enzo and Kaz jumping over the railing and New Japan not knowing. Um, so, um, who knows? But anyway, guys, um, I just want to tell you that I appreciate everything you guys done, uh, supporting my podcast. Um, you know, this is season two, episode two. Um, and um, it's been an honor to be able to do this podcast. I want to thank all my fans uh, in the United States, uh, Canada, uh, Puerto Rico, uh, Ireland, Australia, uh portugal i'm in the united kingdom so i may be missing somebody but uh again i'm glad that you guys are supporting the, the podcast a shout out to my boy Vernick and Art 32 store in highland mills new york if you guys want a uh design on your shirt and apparels check out his website wwwart 32 storestore that's wwwart thirty two dot store and check out his website and um and check out what he got and what he could do for you shout out to the turnbuckle tabloid people uh, uh, much love uh, to you guys uh, for always supporting my podcast uh, i also have a youtube channel which uh, i haven't been able to download no videos because i've been waiting for uh somebody to give me uh, a new look on my uh channel but i guess i cannot wait anymore i'm gonna have to do what i have to do um uh, on my youtube channel it's called the chokeslam wrestling report uh, so this week i will be um doing a video so check them out check that out you can check out my other videos and my other contents i have there. if you like the channel subscribe to the channel hit that notification button and um and hit me a thumbs up and give me your feedback on what you think of all the stuff i got there so with that guys i thank you once again uh, again you go hear my uh the chokeslam wrestling report uh old audio through all podcast um platforms They're talking about apple google uh iheart radio pandora stitcher um, uh well, i think i'm missing one uh, but all major platforms guys you could, guys can could check it out and um i have tons of content there i have season 142 episodes there you can check it out and and take a peek if you like it support it you know and i appreciate it every time you support it you're helping me out and i appreciate it thank you very much uh once again this is the ultimate one signing off I'm from new york city until then i'll see you guys soon